Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. The marvelous galaxy. The uh, Disney, yeah. Hello and welcome to Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. My name's Sean. This is Alan. And we have two, not just one, but two guests with us today. Oh my goodness. One of them that matters, though. It's Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh man, which one of us is it? I was just going to leave it in the air. Thank you guys, Fido, right? So we have Rachel and Victoria with us today. Hello. So today we have some exciting information for you. We have some tips on how to get into Avengers Campus and make your day, make the most out of it. We have some news on a new Marvel show. I'm going to give some thoughts on Code Illusion, a new Marvel game coming in 2022. And I decided... Since Rachel does not like my choices in men... I judge! We are going to revisit mine and Alan's choices of our hottest men of Disney, but we're going to mix in the two ladies to see where everything falls. And as the big finale to our show today, we wanted to highlight some of the Marvel gays for Pride Month. I noticed that Dazzler wasn't on that list. (laughs) (laughs) She gay? Dazzler. Dazzler. We love in the um, X-Men animated uh, TV series, Dazzler is the deepest voice ever. (laughs) Hey, Scott. (laughs) It's Dazzler. Hi, Sparkle. (laughs) So, I don't know. It just made me laugh. All right. So, Alan, do you want to kick us off with Avengers Campus? Yeah, so I think the biggest news right now uh, with Disneyland, or Disney Parks fans, is that Avengers Campus finally opened um, on June 6th, last Friday. Um, And it opened up successfully. I mean, a lot of people were very (laughs) excited about uh, getting into the park and getting into the land. I'm going on Wednesday. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's exciting. Like, all of us are going. We're going on different days, but, like, it's definitely um, exciting. If you haven't gone yet, I'm sure you're looking forward to going. So much. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there were reports on opening day that people were out in line at, like, 4.30 in the morning. What? Just to get into the park, yeah. I'm not going to be there at that time. <laughs> I know. Who that? Sean? Who would you get up at 4? Three or four in the morning to go to Disneyland. And then make the mistake of going to IHOP first because there's no line. And then coming back and there's a line. You totally enjoyed those pancakes, Those were good pancakes. We needed those pancakes. We did this when Guardians opened. We were there at, I think, five in the morning, I want to say. Um, some of us were up at, like, three, calling the Uber. I, I was so, we were so, stra- like, strategic about it. Like, we were both like, okay, we're going to Uber. We're going to get to the harbor side. We're going to get in line. And when we first got there, like, there really didn't look like there was a line. So, I'm like, okay. I guess uh, I guess I was, like, wrong. We are a little early. Actually, there was one other guy that was walking up when I got there because I got okay. dropped off before you. And the other guy was like, same thing. It's not a thing. competition. No, but, at the, but that guy went to IHOP, too. Because he didn't see the line either. <laughs> <laughs> so they were at IHOP, too. So, you know, everybody was just getting their pancakes. Look, we got on the ride right away. Twice. Twice. Because so, of Fast Pass. You know, that might not have happened if we wouldn't have stopped for pancakes. True. Yeah. We could have gone three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so a lot of people waking up early on that day, and then 
going into the park and into the land itself, there was also a standby line just to go into the land, just because of social distancing still that, you know, Disney is still observing. Um, but there were reports of people waiting like up to four, five hours. Some people at um, some of the cast members were telling people like, after like 12 o'clock that you might not get into the land. Um, so just to keep that in mind, that was also the first day, first opening day. So hopefully, you know, it dies down a little bit by the time you get into <laughs> the park. But also if you are really wanting to ensure you, you to get into the land, make sure that you do get a boarding pass in the morning at 7 a.m. Yes. yes. Practice, look, do your research online to see how to do it if it's their first time I found um, a getting flow boarding pass. Chart on that page, oh. <laughs> there was a flow chart of yes. getting your fast pass for both that and Rise Again, or of the Rise, rise, of the rise Against the Solution for a concert in Disney. Rise Against the band. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Rachel, I'm supposed to tell you, and I'm doing this on recording so that the other party knows it's done. You need to plan your Disney trip with your cousin, Jesse, who I saw before we started recording. Okay. She would like to go in from the harbor side because yes. it is the more practical side. She Basically, she she doesn't want to walk <laughs> the tram route, is what I well, heard. Also, Harvard gets in sooner. You have to watch the tram yeah. route now. Well, How do we get there, then? Well, pointer on that. So Woo! if you Pointers. do want to enter on the harbor side, uh -huh. you can park at the Garden Walk. Okay. Um, and there's a number. Uh, you can text the Garden Walk people, and they'll give you a discounted, I think it's like 24 20 to $24. What a huge discount. Uh, for, well, it's like the same I price know. for the the Mickey and Friends lot. So oh. slightly closer, but it gets you to Harbor faster. Oh, yeah. Okay. So oh. just something to consider. Little pro tip on what that. What is the rate for parking these days? $25. $25? Yeah. Which okay. Universal was $28. I was just going to say yesterday we went to Universal Studios. We don't need to talk any further. <laughs> <laughs> it was $28 for general parking. Thirty-five wow. for preferred and fifty dollars for like extra preferred. I was like, who is spending fifty dollars just to park right there? Yeah, They've just always been really expensive. They're yeah. absurd with their parking. That just makes you're not going to park anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just makes me sick and want to throw up thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I always do is shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't my like outside of my friends like kind of condo place over there and I walk across just because it's gotten so expensive to park there but if you do go there and you park there there's an internet famous golden retriever there called Riley Aww. <laughs> and, and she's or he, I don't know. This dog thing is so cute. He like goes, he's always there hanging over the, uh, kind of wall and he'll drop his toys on the ground so that you have to pick up the toy and play and interact with him. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. his name's Riley and he's That's adorbs. Yes. So. Yeah. And a couple more things about the land too. So the way to enter into Avengers Campus is only through the side by uh, Carthay Circle. You can't go through Guardians. Uh, that's the exit only section. So it's like the old entrance to Bugs Land. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like right before going into Cars Land, I believe, or in that general area. Yeah. Um, so just note that too. Like some people might think like, oh, I'm going to be smart and go in the backside where people, no. you know, so make sure to go on that side. But again, it really doesn't matter if you do have your boarding pass for that morning or mm -hmm. uh, at 12 o'clock. Also, what we learned similar to Rise of the 
resistance is that if you do get the 7 a.m. boarding pass, you can't get the noon boarding pass. So you can only ride once for that mm -hmm. day. Okay. Yeah. And just as a tip, order your food right away. Yes. Because the uh, the food runs out. You can't order after a certain time because oh, wow. the time keeps going up. Well, similar to what happened at our yeah, Taste touch of, of Disney. Taste of Disney. Was it Taste of Disney? Touch. Touch of Disney. Are we touching or are we Disney? It was in the past, but this one was touch because I always think yeah. it sounds a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but also tasting Disney also. That's sounds true. Kind of creepy. I, so. Yeah. But this is I a family-friendly like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just thought it was a food festival. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically the, the tips and tricks to get into Avengers Campus to make sure that you have a wonderful time when you go. Yay! And of course, uh, Loki, the show, starts on June 9th, this Wednesday. But we got a little more information on another Marvel show coming soon. This is Marvel What If. We got a date, August 6th. Have you guys heard of the show? No, I didn't say please and I think I had heard of it ages ago. Yeah. And then I had forgotten that I heard of it. And so then I went and watched it and I was like, I have seen this preview. <laughs> <laughs> so for years, there's been these comics that come out that what if, you know, Peter Parker didn't get bit by the spider? Or what if Uncle Ben didn't die? And they give us a whole, like, short scenario of this is what it could have looked like. So this show is basically that whole concept. One of the ones that... This is going to be a weird history lesson, but you'll appreciate it, Rachel. Okay. So I play this game called Marvel Puzzle Quest. I played mm -hmm. it for a really long time. Yes. And sometimes they randomly drop characters into the game that originate in the game. And one of them got so popular that they added this character to comics. And now this character is getting their own what if. Woo! This is I Peggy Carter is. Yes! as Captain Britain. Yes. Yeah. So what if the super soldier Sarah mm -hmm. was given to Peggy Carter instead of Steve Rogers? Mm -hmm. So she's been featured in the, uh, I like believe the it's the Exiles comics. like the feminism in me is like, yes, she should have gotten that. <laughs> like, why didn't she get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's really funny because like there's a point where it looks in the preview like her and Steve are going to kiss. And then in my brain, I'm just imagining him as the skinny version. <laughs> 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 because is she, she going to be like bulked up though? Like just out of curiosity. I mean, she still looks, she's like, she's the way that like, any woman superhero right. yeah. is. Fit. That's the thank you. That's what I would, would want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I love seeing her as the captain. She's gorgeous as the captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like it's going to be great. So yeah, I think it's going to be fun. The animation looks gorgeous on it. And it, I feel like from the preview we've gotten, they've taken a lot of the stories from the comics and they're animating them. So if you are into reading these comics, it's a nice little treat. And if you're new to it, you get to see it for the first time. Yeah. So one of them, is it that instead of being the Black Panther, is it that what his name is like taken up by the blue guy? Guardians Galaxy. It looked like Guardians Galaxy was happening to the Black Panther guy instead. Yeah, I saw that one. It looked like T'Challa is his name. Got taken into space. So, like, what if, like, their role switched, maybe? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. There. And I was like, does that mean that his father was Ego? Ah, <laughs> well, that was like... only in the movie, though. So we'll oh. see if they bring that to the show. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, fun things. I'll definitely be tuning in for that. I have an update for everybody. <gasps> an update? Yes. I've gotten through Code Illusion. Ooh. Disney Code Illusion, which I mentioned a few podcasts ago, is the uh, 
Disney version from Life is Tech. It goes through um, media design, game development, different courses you can take on your own. And it feels like you're learning with Kingdom Hearts, really. Which, what else can you hope for? What else for? can you want in life? <laughs> <laughs> so I've made it through all the courses. I think my biggest complaint, I think it's a great course. I feel like I did learn a lot. My biggest complaint is it was translated from Japanese to American mm-hmm. or English. I should say American's not a language. <laughs> <laughs> English. Speak American. And so some of the, um, the puzzles, they have really weird wording. I think maybe some things may be more well known in Japan that aren't as well known here. So it's like, Oh, just do this. And I'm like, what does this mean? (laughs) So I got very stuck sometimes and I wanted to pull my hair out, but luckily they have hints that guide you through it. (laughs) Thank goodness for hints. Yes. And I found, um, out of all the courses, the game development were the most fun, but of course the most torturous in ways (laughs) because it makes you, I think it does a really good job of making you feel like I can do this, but the, the learning sets you up with a lot of things. So really on the back end, you'd have to set up a lot yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think more than anything, what I appreciate about code illusion is they have a library of all the learnings that you've done. So I feel like when I go out into the big world and try to make some of these things on my own, I can retake some of those courses and kind of copy as I go from the game. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd still recommend it. I don't know about getting a job from it yet because I just started <laughs> applying and I haven't got any bites. So I want to come on that. I personally, I'm interested too to see like how it turns out for you later because they offer other courses too, not mm-hmm. just coding. They actually do a bunch of different seminars. Like they've got one for customer, like client relations and client management and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was going to go do one, mm-hmm. but I was at the, um, at the hotel, but it was, it's just interesting. They have all these like courses in like real life things that like would genuinely help. And I think just people just don't know about them that they even exist. Cause I didn't know that code, um, code illusion was a thing until you had told me mm-hmm. about it. And I only know because of, uh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you may like this. Yeah. It's like touché Instagram. I <laughs> I'll have, you know, Rachel, you'll appreciate this Yes. in chapter seven. Mm-hmm. You have to unlock both the frozen and the Sleeping Beauty books. Ah! And for Sleeping Beauty, you have to code moving Prince Philip to battle with Maleficent Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> you get through it. It's, I, it's a good challenge. I that like was that the challenge. most fun I had actually coding Prince Philip. It made it feel really easy. There was a course before that with like making a, a Candy Crush s game with the gems from Sleep, uh, Snow White. Uh-huh. I wanted to die. <laughs> it was awful. Not as fun of an experience. No. <laughs> but you did it. You but did I did it. it after many tries. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Speaking of the uh, tech world, there has been a very strange social media account that has popped up. <laughs> oh, oh. Has, is there? Well, yeah. tell me of the social media. Well, you sent it to me, so you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I try to remember what it was called. Cause She's called Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. So it's a Twitter page, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Miss Minutes is a new Twitter account that has been posting strange alien language <laughs> in messages. <laughs> and it looks like this Miss Minutes is coming from Loki. 
the TV show somehow. It looks like it's connected to this. Okay. It is like a character or something taken from Loki. And there is a person on TikTok that spent a lot of time decoding the messages. And, and I hate you. I low-key <laughs> hate you for sending this to me because I am obsessed with decoding languages. <laughs> I hate you. And that's why you needed it. Um, but so do you remember what some of the messages were? Yeah. So one thing that was posted two days ago was Minutemen went missing. But how? That's a shame. Can we find them? It's not the variant. Then who? <laughs> I, I don't know. Tell me. I don't know. That's all it says. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's lots of different little, just like some of them were even were quotes from the the preview, I guess. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if this is officially done by Disney Mm -hmm. or uh, the marketing of Marvel, or if this is a rogue account where someone's just really cool. (laughs) I want to be their (laughs) friend, Uh, but it's really fun. I was excited by it. And the language was different. Like this isn't the guardians language. This isn't Indiana Jones language. Here's a new Mm -hmm. language for you to learn. It looks familiar though. I feel like they've used it somewhere. Mm. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. How Maybe. many followers do they have? Let's see. They have 10.1K followers. Hmm. Curiouser and curious. And I just started following them too, even though I hate Twitter. Uh-huh. I know. I hate Twitter <laughs> so much. But then I have to do it for some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I first saw the Miss Minutes mascot, I thought it was a slice of orange. <laughs> so I, I was like, why is there a, the right yeah, clearly a clock face. Yeah. <laughs> Miss minutes. Yes. And it's the TVA official mascot. Yes. Mm-hmm. The time variance authority. Yeah. And that's where Loki has apparently gone after his departure and end game using the, um, the stone to disappear from existence. So exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be tuning in. <laughs> like some of these things, this tweet, something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just so you know. It, it's very um, Bioshock-esque to me. Remember when yes! you played Bioshock? Oh, I love those games. <laughs> yeah, like definitely the style of this Miss Minutes. It's very, reminds me of the like little thumbs up boy. Yeah. From Bioshock. Mm-hmm. Are we... Did I just confuse oh, Bioshock? I thought Fallout. I was going to say, oh, okay. even I know that's Fallout. <laughs> yeah, it reminds I'm me. I'm just messing with you, though, because I fallout. only know that because they. I used to live um, near the Lag Bar in Anaheim. Oh, I love that bar. I know you do. And they the have a giant bar. statue of the Fallout kid that with this thumb up that they would, like, stick out there all the time. Yes. I feel like you almost said Fallout Boy. I almost did. <laughs> I, I, I do also Boy. love Fallout Boy. Who, who doesn't love Fallout Boy? And they're Boy. Disney now, <laughs> Basically, yeah. with the amount of like soundtracks they've been on, because they're so good. They're so good. They're the best. I love how everyone's looking at me right now because you guys all know how much I despise Fallout Boy. They're but I awful. thought of you the other day when I saw that Newfound Glory was selling tickets for concerts. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I'm already you got be mine. so excited. <laughs> I am. I've had my tickets because this is actually a tour that was supposed to happen like almost two years ago. That's us with our My Chemical the, Romance yeah. tickets. Yeah. Happening in 2022 now. 
Yep. Speaking of 2022, what yep. we can also look forward to is a new game. A new game. <laughs> I'm a huge table topper. You can tell if you come to my house, there's games everywhere. Every nook and cranny I can fit them in. But this isn't quite a table topper it's now, is it? It's not quite. No, it's an RPG, a role-playing game. Yes. So this is a Marvel game coming out next year where you can be part of the Marvel multiverse. So their goal is to have you play different characters from all the different multiverses. I, I take it more like it's going to be kind of like a D&D type yes. game. Yeah. yeah, so it is basically D&D. But Marvel is the world yeah. that you're going to be in. And so I'm like, this is how it happens. This is how finally we're going to get into D&D <laughs> is because Sean is going to get this and he's going to make us all play it. And it's going to be amazing and fun. And I'm disappointed that I can't be a bard, but... I'll have you know, Victoria and I <laughs> played D and D. We are D and D. So the good. Problem was, it depends on your what do you call the dungeon, dungeon master. master. Yeah, you have to have a good dungeon master. It was my ex, Justin, which oh, not everybody was no. a fan he was of. The worst. Okay, <laughs> it makes sense to me that he would be a really not great. Yeah, because it was basically you see a portal. And you, you go into the, the portal. Right. Yeah. Probably what like, you right, do? We're like, we'll go into the portal. <laughs> you go into the portal and you see. We'll go into the portal. You go into the portal, you see two more portals. And we're like, this is stupid. I fell asleep. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, we're in a portal. <laughs> I guess. And afterwards he's like, I thought you guys would have done this or that. We're like, we didn't know. We haven't played. You're brand new. You need some yeah, you need a dungeon master that will kind of guide you as a newbie, I think. Probably. Yeah. So um, some of the characters that you'll be able to be right away are Spider-Man, Black Panther, Captain America, Thor, Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, Wolverine, Storm, and many more. I haven't heard of that character and many more. I hope that there's some good ones <laughs> wow. in the end, many more list. I mean, not that, like, I don't know. That list just didn't inspire me. Like I, I like, want to be Black Widow. Like, see, I don't want to be Black Widow. I love her. I want to be, you know who I want to be. Magneto? Yes. <laughs> you want to be rogue. I know you want to be rogue. I do. And uh, this was written and co-designed by an award-winning and New York Times best-selling author, Matt Forbeck, who has worked on, this is going to sound weird, <gasps> the Marvel Encyclopedia, as well as Dungeons & Dragons Endless Quest. <laughs> yep. yep. So he knows how he, to do it. He's, this is the man to do it. This and is. they were talking about how this is going to be very good for as an intro level. Oh, yes. For people that have never played Done Dungeons like & yeah. Dragons before. Um Apparently, this guide is going to teach us how to do it. Yeah. And what I like is he's introducing in the D616 system, which for any Marvel fans out there, 616 is the main Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely he knows his stuff. He's done his homework. So I'm excited by what he brings to the, the table top games <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of rumors flying around right now some for sure some not so for sure but i thought we'd talk about it we have a lion king live action sequel coming out we have wendy and peter live action coming out but there is one that is very much far off in the future not even like a What's the word? Um, verified rumor yet. But there's apparently a new live action Disney movie starting to be worked on by one of the most random Disney movies I would expect. 
What is it? The Emperor's New Groove. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it has had a little bit of a kind of push of interest in TikTok. The Renaissance. A Renaissance. Can we <laughs> on still the get, get uh, what's his name? Um, David Spade. David oh, Spade. I was just saying, yeah. can we still get David can Spade? We, like, <laughs> super offensive like, and have no native representation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Patrick right? Warburton come back. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm wondering how do we feel about this? Do we think it would translate? I would, it would definitely be intriguing to see like if they are doing that, I feel like one of the reasons they're hand picking, picking it out is to have that like kind of late Latin American native culture Mm -hmm. represented and kind of build Mm -hmm. out representation within Disney. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious to see how they're going to do like a talking llama. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it seems kind of like well, then, goofy to. Did you watch Lion King? I, <laughs> I did not yeah. watch the Lion King, but I have heard that it's creepy. Yeah, that's why. How realistic yeah. they talk and that they went too realistic mm-hmm. with the Lion King. So oh. I was going to say, I think it would definitely have to depend on the llama. And the animation of and the, the llama. style of it. Yeah. yeah. The style of the llama. <laughs> Did we like Lady and the Tramp. No. Loved it. Well, I loved <laughs> the talking dogs. Oh, yeah. Like, did those look fine? They look fine. Yeah. I felt like in I Lady and the Tramp, it wasn't weird, but I, like I said, I feel, I, I didn't hear that. People thought that it was weird with Lady and the Tramp, but it was definitely something I remember hearing more with, with Lion, Lion King. King yeah. Which, you guys, I still haven't seen the live. Oh. I haven't either. But I think, too, the other thing that made Lion King a bigger deal than Lady and the Tramp was, well, two things. For one, it actually went to a movie theater. Yeah. Yes. And for two, it had really big names. Yeah. Huge. Beyonce and Donald Glover were in it. I mean, like, yeah. that's... You know, I think you're expecting something specific, you know, especially this big production, big names, and it's Disney. But then with Lady and the Tramp, it went straight to Disney Plus, and it wasn't a big deal. So it's like nobody really cared about the dog's animation in that one. I think it's interesting, though, too, because we all bring our own... Baggage isn't the right word, but our own love of the original, right. I guess, because seeing Aladdin live action, that's my favorite Disney cartoon. I was going to say, too. I didn't love it. Yeah, I was going to say, too, the attachment you have with the original movie may make a difference as well, because mm-hmm. I love Lady and the Tramp. I loved the remake, but I loved the cartoon, and I mm. thought it stuck to the story very well. And it could bring more fans to yeah. the original cartoon, because it true. is one of those cartoons that, unfortunately, did not get as much love. Um, those are, like, all my favorites. I know. <laughs> I think the only thing I would question is, are you going to do Yzma well? Because Eartha Kitt played... She was Yzma. She, she was, was so amazing. Was and good. are we going to get that who, Yzma? Who would we get as Yzma? Because I've got... Oh. I know in my mind who I'd want to see as Yzma because it would be funny to me. I don't know her name. What was her name? What has she been in? Oh, God. Of course she got that. Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. I oh. feel like would make a good Yzma. Yeah. Well, she has similar features to... Yeah. That's why I feel like uh, I Eartha could Kitt see her as specifically. Yzma. <laughs> like, not to Yzma, but similar features <laughs> yeah. to Eartha Kitt. And, the, and she has that more, like, hair voice. Right. That's why I was like, <laughs> yeah, voice. I feel like that's Yzma. Like. I can't think of her last name being on the spot right now, but I know her first name. I think she might... 
be a fun Yzma is Taraji from that horrible... From that really great movie that we saw? <laughs> it was so bad, the divorce movie. Yeah. Uh, Acrimony? Acrimony, yeah. Mm. But, but she's fabulous. I think she's a wonderful actress, mm. and I could see her in the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I, I mean, I'll definitely... I mean, I say I'll definitely see it, but, like, Lion King is one of my favorites. And I still haven't right. seen the live-action version yet. You know what? I'm honestly just... I'm not a big fan of the live-action movie. Me neither. Yeah. I can take them. I can leave them. Exactly. I don't really care. I heard Dumbo's... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch Dumbo. I it. I fell asleep hardcore. It was bad. Oh, did you? I didn't see that one either. But, yeah, I, I would say I like the live-action movies. I don't know if I care about them as much as, like, an original story like Cruella or Maleficent or I'd even, rather see those or even original live action Disney movies because True. the parent trap the original parent trap was like one of my go-to movies like you know how kids watch that same movie over and over again yeah. I would watch the parent trap on repeat the original, original. yes the with, original okay. one with yeah. Haley Mills <laughs> thank you yes. um, yeah but I mean like those original live movies, I felt like those were great. Pete's Dragon, I loved Summer that. Magic, the best movie <laughs> ever made. If you haven't but seen it. These okay. new remakes, I'm just not. Yeah, I can take them or leave them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Except for refresh. Jungle Book, I, that was bad. They, I liked they it. remade Pete's Dragon too, didn't they? Did. they? Yes, oh, I talk didn't about see that. that. I saw that, that with Stephanie. I miss so many. <laughs> I saw it with our friend Stephanie, and me and her both were like. That wasn't even like the original movie, <laughs> and it was so sad. I would almost prefer that, though. Like, yeah. if you're going to remake it, let's make it not at all like the original. Okay. Let's have, like, like how we did with Cruella, and we've got oh, this original story. I loved it. Yes. Yeah. So much. I'm singing again with Mother. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. So, should we talk about a new restaurant opening up in New Orleans Square? Yeah, so this is still rumors, but I think... This needs to be true. This, I hope it is true. So, okay, so backstory, I was on YouTube watching one of my favorite YouTubers. They're called Mag Journeys, who do a lot of food reviews in the Disney parks. And they pointed out something interesting. So, in the building in New Orleans Square by Pirates of the Caribbean... Um, the building, I think it's called Le Baton Rouge. Uh, in the window, there's a bunch of like these random signs that says like gumbo is a spice of life um, and other things too. So that hints to us that there could, and you know, with the princess and the frog re-theme of um, Splash Mountain, all, all the signs point to. As soon as I read the headline that Princess and the Frog was going to be the layover for Splash Mountain, I was like, oh, we get in Tiana's place. (laughs) (laughs) We get in Tiana's place. I need some man catching beignets. Yes, yes. Which is funny because I feel like you and me, Vicky, we love Splash Mountain, but I think we're too, we're ready for a change. Oh, I am so, so, I was beyond stoked (laughs) for the announcement that it's going to be Princess and the Frog because for one, it's perfect. It's just the, mm-hmm. it's the perfect layover. The, the structure is already there. It can so easily be done. Mm-hmm. And that is such a great movie. It, is, it goes through the whole, like, south. I'm like, yeah, it's you're on the river. They have the riverboat. Yeah. I think I love this movie, too, because... My niece, when she was born, like she's she, I raised that kid on Disney, okay? <laughs> like I raised that baby on Disney. But Tiana is her princess. Like when she was real little, like she she was obsessed with Tiana. Tiana went with us everywhere. Like she, <laughs> we love Tiana, and so 
I remember taking her when she's two, you know, and she'd see Tiana and it was like her face would light up and we would watch Princess and the Frog on repeat because that was her movie. So for me, being that's her movie and this is my favorite ride, I'm like super stoked that this is all happening, you know, because I'm like, I, I'm like, I get to share it with her now. This yeah. is like our thing now. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes total sense. And and right now, like the only Princess and the Frog restaurant in the Disney World and Disney World or Entertainment Universe, yeah, is at the Disney Wonder cruise ship. Um, And that one, I believe, is a bit more of like a character meet and greet. So hopefully, it's the same concept that they're going to bring at the Disney parks, where you're going to see Tiana and other characters. I think it would be so great not just to see Tiana, but like all the princesses, because we had a princess dining. We had you know Ariel's Ariel's Grotto, Grotto, and I I remember going with little kids, and you take them, and they. That's they love that. You know yeah. what I mean? The princesses come right up to you and it's like, what better than Tiana's place? Yeah. 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 That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, it's I will very say exciting. The only sad thing I am about Splash Mountain is that I love I know where you're going. <laughs> My favorite part is the sad mother singing. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, to the I just need to go and I need to record that before it goes away because it's my favorite part. When I went on um, April 30th with Alan, I was going to record it for you. I was like, you know, she can find it on YouTube. (laughs) I found, I have found like just a recording of the song where they have that in there because they don't do that in all the parks. They don't have that section in Florida. So you get to that part and you're like, where are the sad mothers? (laughs) Why aren't they spreading fear in their children? I don't know. Nobody's warning these. Yes. Um, it's my favorite part, and I will miss that, but I'm really excited for <laughs> Princess of the Frog. Yeah, me too. I think more of us have more of a connection to Tiana and Princess and the Frog than we do to this yeah. this secretive the, the thing that we got rid of, yeah. canceled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, and then, so this is kind of kind of sort of old news or you know not new new news but on my way to work a couple of days ago i noticed there's this billboard and i guess it's been there uh since april um in the hollywood area it just says bring back tony stark hashtag bring back tony stark to life um and it had the date of april 24 2021 so i guess there is some sort of like campaign or was a campaign to bring back tony stark um i don't I don't know who actually started it. They didn't really say, but and the to- for April twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, I guess, was when the first. Um, but there was a whole billboard. Yeah, yeah. Pull billboard. Somebody Someone bought it. That. Yeah. Somebody, I was like, so somebody actually like paid their own paid money, yeah. their own money to put a billboard up in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of all places, yeah. which is yeah. very expensive. Yeah. Do you guys want to know a secret? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about Tony's either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I thought they finished his arc off really yeah. lovely. Yeah. Like he's passing the torch. He like had the daughter and all that good stuff. I don't feel like he needs to come back. And I don't think Robert Downey Jr. will ever come back in that role. Yeah. And for me, if they were to recast it, that would be even worse. Than I, would bringing just say, I would rather see him just dead than recast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did that role for over 10 years. Yeah. Like nobody wants to be stuck in a role that long. And we have so many other Marvel characters that I want them to have a voice in the movies, particularly Riri Williams, who we talked about, who is, 
a young black teenager who takes up his mantle in the comics. I'd much rather see her story than mm-hmm. this bloated millionaire story. <laughs> or even his daughter. Yeah, or his daughter. I was going to say, I'd rather see Peppa, or, right? Peppa. Pepper. 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 And uh, I was like, wait, I said Peppa, and I'm like, I know that's not that's right, pig. but I don't know what I'm like, I would rather see like them and their story and like how she can out mold the daughter into something, Mm -hmm. you know? And don't get us wrong here. Like we don't hate Tony Stark. Like he's a very necessary part of the Marvel comics and universe. He made a big splash in the movies, but it's done. Like he had his time. People are allowed to like, tell their story and then step away. And it is sad when you lose those stories Mm -hmm. and, but it's okay. There's so much more in this Marvel universe for us to, for that we can draw from. I feel like people just jump to conclusions because how many times has Disney announced they're going to change something at the park? We all freak out and we get our panties in a bunch and it's like, Oh, we love it. Thank you so much for guarding. (laughs) But everybody was mad. The tower was going away. Right. I remember that. I remember we were kind of there. And sometimes young children write letters because they think that they're taking away the tiki room and so oh, young jesse so <laughs> <young> jesse geyser <laughs> my dearest cousin <laughs> wrote so they were building the oh, aladdin's no. oasis she saved it. and she wrote a letter being angry like don't you take away the tiki room we love it she so much that tiki room and it's aladdin and friends sent her a signed picture and a shirt for that everything was fine and the tiki room was oh, not wow. going away and some people get really upset that the clam chowder bread balls <laughs> have a different <laughs> recipe and they write in very angry and then the original recipe comes back some of us are just that powerful I am a powerful person don't mess with Rachel and her family I can taste the difference between canned clam chowder and Walt's recipe don't play with me but yeah tying it it back actually to Avengers Campus is if you do really miss Iron Man he's there because Avengers Campus is not within the current I guess canon Uh, it's basically like a every Marvel character throughout time is able to be seen in this land yeah so every Marvel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm -hmm. the original comics different worlds in the comics all have a number designated to it and Marvel can't or Avengers Campus got its own number designated so it's its own continuity outside of everything Mm -hmm. else because that's the issue with Galaxy's Edge is that it's in a certain time period of the whole Star Wars story so you can't see like you can't see like Darth Vader walking around Mm -hmm. so that's something that Disney kind of Learn, to learn from, from their mistakes mm-hmm. or for um, Avengers Campus. But you know where you can see him walking around? Where? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He likes to stand up high and judge you <laughs> with his eyes. He likes to go and interrupt Jedi training. That's rude. He's a jerk. Yes. <laughs> that Darth Vader guy. Would have thought that Sith would be so mean. <laughs> Yeah, and more Marvel news. Uh, so this is, I, I got pretty excited for this one, where basically there is a new Captain America premiering in September, and it's going to be a Filipino-American woman playing, uh, being Captain America, donning the shields and his, or and Captain America's uh, uniform. Um, information about her so far is that her name is Ari Agbayani, 
and she'll be in September's uh, U.S. issue of Captain America number four. And how they described her is that she is a scholarship student um, in a small private university, so very young. Um, And she finds out that her best friend is being victimized by a wealthy legacy student. So she was determined to make things right. Um, So just very cool to see more diversity. I know know Marvel is very diverse in general, but cool to see representation for my culture um, in the Marvel Universe. I think it's also very powerful for because we talked about there being a gay Captain America character and now a uh, Filipino. I think it's very powerful seeing them in not only part of the universe, but in Captain America's outfit because mm-hmm. Captain America represents America. So we're yeah. showing that different people it's are so America. It's much more significant mm-hmm. than any other character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I like this. I do too. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how they're going to dress her. Like, what costumes they... Because the costume is going to be very American. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see how they, they they sketch her up. Yeah. Is that how they're doing her? Yeah. She looks scary, She guys. does. She she does. Wow. I feel like she is going to... She gonna, looks like a badass. She is yeah. going to... I feel like she's going to stop men from being jerks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no more men jerks. She's ready to defend some stuff. Yep. Or it's either that or that's, this. See, that's what I'm hoping for. I was looking at that. No, I like that. That's better. I do like this. I like this jacket. Like, I still think she looks... The other one, she definitely looks tougher in. But yeah, the I other one, that, she... I hope yeah. this is her streetwear. Like, I hope that leather jacket, that little skirt, like, I hope well, that's her streetwear. Yeah. And this and one looks very like, anime to me. Yeah. yeah. Looks one really looks cool. like anime and one looks like comic. terrifying right. <laughs> and it's, let's just cover her face it's yeah. fine because <laughs> it looks spawn like yeah, yeah. spawn like mm-hmm. in this mask anyways all right so that brings us to before we get to our headliner we're going to find out what what men of disney do the women people like <laughs> we've had a lot of men on this show but it's time for the woman to have a voice a voice for the women <laughs> So, just to remind everybody... Let's talk about boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, We're not passing that test that they do on movies. <laughs> so, Alan and I are retaining our same list that we already made on this show with KGZ all the way back in January. So, we're going to read off our list. I was going to say, can I have a reminder? Or can I hear this list? Yeah. Here? Okay. And what happens is your number five pick gets two points. Your number four gets four points. Number three gets six until ten points is the highest. And I'm going to add it all together to see collectively between the four of us Mm -hmm. who gets the most points. Okay. I know your list is really random. Yes. (laughs) It's okay. It is. Well, I'm a really (laughs) random girl. Yeah. Okay. I got some unique taste. So my original list is Prince Philip is number five. Tadashi (gasps) is number four. Number three is Prince Naveen. Number two is Flynn Ryder. And number one was Aladdin. I thought we'd have more overlap. Oh. But, but the <laughs> no, one and only thing that I knew for sure... This is why it was hard sure, to listen to. Right, <laughs> the one and only thing I knew for sure was going to be on there is on there. Okay. Aladdin? No. Oh. Um, now, <laughs> that was Sean's list. You yeah. have a separate five on your own, Yes, correct? I have my own five. Okay, I'd mm-hmm. like to hear your five. Sure. Okay, so my number five is Prince Naveen from Princess and the Frog. Tadashi from Big Hero 6. Um, the dad from Inside Out. Yeah, random. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Shang from Mulan. 
And then my number one was uh, Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. I feel like I Googled this, too, because I was like, hmm, who else thinks what? Because this is a thing you can Google, and there's many lists to look at. And I do feel like Eric and Naveen uh, and Flynn were on, like, every list. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made my made sure not to. <laughs> <laughs> what? I went pretty weird, but. Well, speaking of. You're Vicky, supposed to follow your heart. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Okay. On your nose. <laughs> <laughs> I went with a lot of my ears, too. Oh, okay. I'm a sucker for accents. Oh. Well, why don't you start us off with your number five? So, okay, this is where we get weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, number five is King Fergus from Brave. Because, mm. the, you know, the dad with the peg leg, I'm all about <laughs> a ginger beard, okay, and an accent. <laughs> and King Fergus is bringing both to the table. And that peg leg. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if a bear comes along, he's going, hey! you, you can't play. <laughs> you can't play the twins anymore. <laughs> I told you I was going to make Okay, Rachel, so bring us back to sanity. <laughs> so I feel like this one is weird, too, just because it's anthropomorphic. Uh, oh, I got that. But I have Robin Hood at number five. <laughs> you know he's a ginger because he's a fox, you know and he's, he's so nice. charming and, like, and gay. Oh, like, he's really good at archery. He's a foxy fox. He's a foxy fox, and I'm all about him. Mm-hmm. Robin Hood. Feel very judge for us having bad <laughs> <laughs> he is an anthropomorphic fox. Robin Hood is up on my list. Glad. And you know what? Robin Hood was on every list I Googled. Oh, yeah. oh. Not so weird. The people have spoken. <laughs> All right, Vicky, who's your number four? Number four. Okay, in sticking to the older, mature men. Oh, I'm I don't see any of those here. No, no, they're not here. They're in the Disney movie. <laughs> I went with Zeus. Because okay. he is golden in the <laughs> I saw a list where it's like, Zeus is daddy. Zeus <laughs> like, oh, no. is daddy. See, and that was one thing when you had your other people on, they kept naming all these daddies, and I'm like, why are they all daddies? At first I was going to put Triton, but I was like, is he the daddy of the daddies? No, and Zeus I found is. he was not. No. I was like, you a little pale and pasty. <laughs> you got that glow going, and he's golden. I would take Triton over Zeus. So, uh... I don't know which I would take. I'm not into Danny's. Okay. All right. All right. So I. (laughs) (laughs) My number four is Naveen. Mm. I love his scoundrel. Like, like, I. He's a scoundrel. I'm going to go with scoundrel. If this were not a family show, I'd call him something else. Um, But lovable and, like, yeah, really cute. And his his accent is weird but enjoyable. Yeah. Like, because it's a made-up place that he's from. So it's just a general, like, foreign accent. Yeah. (laughs) I also made that realization when I was going over my top three because Naveen, Aladdin, and Flynn Rider, they're all scoundrels. Scoundrels. (laughs) We love our scoundrels. We do love our scoundrels. (laughs) All right, Vicky. Uh, So number three is that foxy fox. Mm. It would have been higher up, but I was weirded out by the fact that he is Is a fox. fox. Yes. So I'm like... I don't want to put them all the way at number five because I love them. I think Robin Hood is my movie. Like I am obsessed. I love Robin Hood. That is my movie. I have to give you your pin. I've had oh, it forever. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, yeah, okay. I meant to mail it to you, but I didn't want you to know where I live. <laughs> 
so yeah, with that accent and how he just like, t- he's my kind of hero too. Rob from the rich, give to the poor. And he's great. always like, cheer up. Someday they'll be happy oh. in Nottingham. Oh, oh, oh okay. good. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> All right. So my number three is Tadashi. Oh, yay. I do love him. Like him being really dead was the most disappointing thing that could ever happen to me in that movie. Like for, I spent a majority of that movie believing that he didn't actually die, that maybe somehow he like, he was brainwashed and there was hope, but no, he was just dead. He's dead. And that made me really sad. He maybe in hot. big hero seven, he'll come back. Maybe he'll come back tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> There's a lot of history between these two. (laughs) All right, Vicky, we're getting up to the top two. So going back to dads. Oh, oh my God. I also also picked Riley's dad, who does not have a name. I Googled, and I was like, what? Riley's dad doesn't have a name. (laughs) But he does have a scruffy face and a dad bod. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Yes. Yes, Riley's dad. And two working legs. I see why she's two working legs. Two working legs. That's why he's at two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, it's Eugene Fitzherbert. Give me Flynn Rider. I love him so much. Even with that nose. It's that smolder. Oh, the smolder. That's so bad. So bad. But I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll have you know, as I typed Flynn Rider into my phone, the suggested thing next was the heart emoji. <laughs> Even my phone knows. I know what you really I know right. what you want. All right. The moment of truth. The moment of truth. My number one, which I'm surprised that he was not higher on all of y'all's list because he's just a hottie. No, Aladdin was number one on my list. Tadashi. Tadashi was my number one. And I'm like, I know that Tadashi's going to be like on everyone's list because he is smoking hot. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'm already typing it in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what will my number one be? It's Simba. No. <laughs> she went real. <laughs> I'm a Ew. Prince Philip girl. Like, okay, I love it. It's like my all-time favorite movie is Sleeping Beauty, and I love Prince Philip, and I love that he fights a dragon, and that he has a real name. <laughs> unlike uh-huh. half the other princes and he meets her beforehand. I did not know that the prince from Sleeping Beauty or not Sleeping Beauty. Uh, from Snow White is called Florian. His name. He is the I prince. I stopped and I'm like, Florence. I mean, of course he has like his like. He looks like he's ten. Yes, <laughs> you yes. know. And I'm like, because she's like ten. Yeah. But yeah. Florian. <laughs> do Florian. Yes. Yes. And um, who knew this? I didn't know it, but all everyone online knew. I, I do. My first note here is Snow White's prince has a name? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Florian, question mark. I had problems with that. Does Prince Charming from Cinderella also have a name? No, he's just Prince Charming. He's just Prince, prince Charming, Charming, right? Just okay. Prince Charming. The prince. Okay. And then Prince Philip was the first prince that came along. He's like, I have I a, a real name, name and I'm going to fight a I do have dragon. to say, if this was a prince list and I had to pick only prince's 
Prince Philip would have been number one. Yeah. Yeah. I, without a doubt. Because I, I love sleeping as far as princesses. Yeah. Aurora is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty is my favorite princess movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Prince Philip would have had it. Yeah. And so like there, even when it was like just down to princes, um, I was like thinking, I'm like, there's a part of me that really loves Simba, but I don't find him hot, obviously, because he is just a lion. He's not an anthropomorphic lion. He is a lion. It's not like Robin Hood where, yeah, he has where he's like, I'm a man on. fox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. no, he's just a lion. But I grew up so in love with Jonathan Taylor Thomas I was going to say, was it a JTT Simba. thing? It was a JTT thing. <laughs> I but guess, I, I guess. Now I still feel that in my heart. I still feel that fondness of like, mm-hmm. ooh, he like made me want to be a lion okay. keeper at the zoo. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to be a lion keeper at the zoo. So bad. Um, but I, I put him off to the side. <laughs> and if we ever do recognize Anastasia's canon, which I am not quite on board with, but Dimitri would be way up there on those lists for me, you guys. <laughs> well, maybe one day we'll do hottest of all Disney properties. Yes. And that will just include everything in the world because everything. they own everything. Yeah. Yes. All right. Silence. The numbers are in. I have our list. So actually, number five collectively is... So to start us off, we have a tie for Ooh. spots four and five with what? 12 points. We have... Prince Naveen and Prince Philip. Yes, yes. I feel like we bumped Robin Hood up a little bit, and Tadashi's going to be number one. Number three. Thanks a lot, Alan and Vicky. Yes! Dad with 15 points. No! Yes, Horrible. <laughs> Number two, though, goes to Sean and Rachel. <laughs> Flynn Rider with ah, 16 points. Yes. Get it, Eugene. And number one, number one. Yeah, no surprise. With 24 points, because he's on all of our list. Tadashi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told you he was number one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, there's something about Tadashi. There is something about Tadashi. He's so attractive. He is. Very attractive. And he's so he's sweet. He's just so cool, too. Yeah. Like. All right. And as the last part of our show, let's give a highlight to some uh, gaze of Marvel for Pride Month. Woo. So I think you'd appreciate this first one I'm going to bring up, Rachel. Oh. This is actually a hero that's not as well known outside of the comic book world. His name is Union Jack. He wears the Union Jack on him. Mm, it's very stylish. He's actually the second person to pick up this mantle. His father, Lord Montgomery Fallsworth, actually, he took over the mantle from him. Oh. But what I like about this character is he came out all the way back in 77, I want to say. Yeah, 77. And he already, back in that day, had, like, an unspoken boyfriend. Oh. Like, it never explicitly said it in the comics, but they were, like, roommates. And they were always out together. So Ooh. he's... Oh. A lot of people consider him the first gay hero, all the way back in 77. Nice. Um, another one is uh, North Star, who is on the Alpha Flight team. He has his twin sister, Aurora. 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 And uh, a lot of people consider him the first out gay hero all the way back in the 80s because they did say he was gay, but they didn't really focus on it. Mm. So now where we are today, there's actually an amazing X-Men comic where he's marrying his partner, Kyle, 
on the cover. It's hanging on my wall. <laughs> That's a very romantic name. North Star. Kyle. Kyle. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's a big name. Um, coming off of uh, WandaVision, did you know both of her kids are gay? Ooh, I feel like I I knew that one of them was. I. The other one is pretty recent that they've introduced it. So we have Wiccan and Hulkling. Hulkling is a uh, squirrel, which is the aliens that can shapeshift. So they're married now. They're together. But her other son, Speed, is actually with an ex-X-Men named Prodigy. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I like them. I wanted to highlight Mystique. We all love she's, Mystique. She's a little everything. She's a little everything. There's even comics now dating back to her and Wolverine getting it on. Whoa. And there's I mean, also, who hasn't gotten it on with Wolverine, really? Who hasn't gotten on with either of them? Everybody's <laughs> like, with the Mystique and Wolverine. And they even have, like, this weird future storyline where they have a kid together. He's, like, blue with claws. (laughs) (laughs) He sounds beautiful. He's beautiful. She makes beautiful babies. But I think this is very indicative of where we were in the 90s. The fact, I I know I've talked to you about this before, but for a long time, they couldn't figure out who Rogue's father was Mm. because Mystique had a girlfriend named Destiny. And Mystique would turn into a man and have sex with Destiny, and she was Rogue's father. Oh. But at the time, that that. was too risque for Marvel. They said, no, we will not have this. And eventually in the 2000s, rather than have a woman be a father, they had the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I mean, it makes sense. I think I said Rogue. It's Nightcrawler. I'm sorry. Nightcrawler's father. There we go. Yes. I got that confused. So... We'd rather have Nightcrawler's father be the devil than a woman. <laughs> yes. That makes so much sense to me. Yeah. So much sense. Yeah, luckily we've come a long way since then. Yes. Um, another hero to mention, and uh, she's actually on the Pride covers that are coming out from Marvel this month. I pre-ordered it. And she's going to be in the movie soon as America Chavez. Mm. So has anybody heard of America Chavez? No. She is a Latin American. I was going to say, I've girl. heard her name, but I can't place her right okay. now. But it I made me like think I mean, of America. Ferreira? Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> She's Latin American. She's like this weird kind of time variant person where her, both her moms, she has two moms. Mm-hmm. And she goes through like a portal into our world and she joins the Young Avengers. So she's tied to Wiccan, Hulkling, Speed, and Prodigy. Nice. Lots of little uh, gay people in that group. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to bring up my favorite. Oh. And my favorite is now dating my other favorite's brother. Oh. Iceman and Christian Frost. Oh. Emma's little brother. Oh. They actually had this really bad Emma Frost comic series where it talks about Emma without her powers in her college years. <laughs> and that's where they introduced her Sounds brother. quality. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> she is really boring. <laughs> She's really boring without her powers. So, yes, I love their pairing. And just the fact that it's Iceman and Christian Frost, Mm. it's fitting. Yes. (laughs) Everybody makes fun of this guy's name because he's gay. Anal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. This is a family show. I know his superpower. (laughs) (laughs) So he's called this because he's, like, reptilian. If you cut off his limb, it grows back stronger. But he's a young X-Men. So I like that we're getting a younger generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, another pairing that went... I like that this pairing didn't work 
very well because it shows like he can't just throw two gay people together and they're gonna like each other. <laughs> but they both are gay. But they're gay. <laughs> they both like the same things. Uh, Richter and Shatterstar from uh, the X-Force comics. Even before that, uh, Richter was in X-Factor, which featured uh, the original five lineup. Does he make the Earth shake? He does. <laughs> and Shatterstar is Dazzler's son. Wait, depending on how you look at it, it's very confusing. <laughs> no. <laughs> it has to do with clones and going to the future con- and taking no. Shatterstar's Not DNA confusing. and making long, wait, Longshot. Is he like Luke to himself? Yeah, because Longshot's okay. a clone of Shatterstar, but then Dazzler sleeps with Longshot and has Shatterstar. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. But what was interesting about them is Richter wanted a serious relationship with Shatterstar, but Shatterstar just wanted to sleep with everybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't just work out. It doesn't work out. Uh, we also have Moon Dragon, who mm-hmm. is tied to a very popular Marvel person. She's Drax's daughter. Oh. <laughs> In the comics, Drax is a regular Earthling who gets taken into space and gets turned into what he looks like now. But he had a daughter. So in the comic book, his daughter didn't die? Yeah, because in, yeah. like in the movies, movies his family is the family gone. In the comics, yeah. he's abducted from his car. His wife is left for dead, but his daughter survives. I see. And she's eventually taken to space and turned into Moon Dragon, who's okay. a bald woman with lots of power. Makes oh. sense. And she is actually with Phyla Vell, who is also called Quasar. So they're a cute little couple. Uh, we have this really random character, Angela. Angela! <laughs> yeah, it's really random because she was part of the Spawn universe. Did she come out of a box? No. <laughs> <laughs> she was part of the Spawn universe, and then uh, Marvel eventually acquired the rights to her, so they said she's Thor's long-lost sister from a dimension that was locked off called Heaven. Oh. So they successfully added her into our world somehow. Okay. But she has a girlfriend named Sarah. Angela and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so basic. I know. <laughs> and uh, the one that people don't always think of is uh, Psylocke. She's actually been seen to be with a woman. Namely, I mean, it's never confusing, but she was with a guy named Phantom X who had a clone woman of himself. And she loved Phantom X so much she was with the woman version of him, too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that I was going to highlight today, but there's plenty more. So don't get mad if you're like, but he didn't mention this one, that one. And there's so many. I can't (laughs) talk about them all. But I just like these characters a lot. And I like that Marvel has, even from 1977, has had a gay voice in their comics and they continue to do so. So thank you, Marvel. Yay. 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 All right, ladies, thank you for joining us on our show thank today. You for thank you. Thank you. And making Tadashi number one. Yes. <laughs> Randomly out of the blue. Yes. Rachel. Yes. What family appropriate podcast do you have? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> but if you like family friendly things and less than family friendly things because you know some of them are kind of gruesome or maybe some of them have a lot of sexy things in them you can hear me on a real bodice ripper <laughs> a podcast where we rip apart uh romance novels and some of the problematic nature in them and then of course with you guys 
on Once Upon a Cult. Yeah. We pick a different group every week, and are they a cult? Or every other week. Every other yeah. week. We and we through. say, is this a cult? Is this a cult? Are they a bad cult? <laughs> they're not all bad. They're not all bad. Are you a bad witch? Are you a bad cult? Vicky, where can we find you? Um, so I can be found on my website, which is Keto with Victoria. And I like to talk about food. Um, and on my Instagram, I'll talk about keto food. I am going to be talking about non-keto food though at the end of the month because I'm going to have a cheat day at Disneyland. Oh. And all the sugar Woo. will be consumed. I'm coming for you, Chiro Toffee. I'm coming. You should do a keto-friendly Disney I, yes, list. I will. I will make after, a list. After you, you have, after you have cheat day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to eat, but <laughs> do what I say, not as I do when yes. it comes to Disneyland. Yeah. Yes. Because I have not been in so long that yeah. I'm like, all the carbs are going to be had that day. But if you want to see how I eat regularly <laughs> and how I manage to lose and keep off 120 pounds, um, you can follow me on Instagram, keto.victoria, or on my website, ketowithvictoria.com. Are you going to get the pickle corn dog while you're there? I'm going to get a pickle, which is actually still keto friendly. <laughs> it, it's not as keto friendly in the corn dog form, obviously, but I plan on eating a regular pickle because okay. that is one of my go-to snacks at okay. Disney. Gross. And you, you yes. gross. Agree. Okay, good. <laughs> why did you invite them? I didn't. They just showed up. <laughs> and you can also find me on Hanging with the Hollowells with my friend Kevin, where we're going through the original Charmed series. Woo. Bye. Yay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs>